for the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world. We are live and amplified. So let's get ready to podcast. Fire it up. Nora Collins, how's it going today? Good, thank you. How are you doing? Doing pretty good. You know, it, it, it's a nice day out, and we're getting to that prime time of the year where it's just really nice to be outside, which it looks like you are enjoying the outdoors as well. I am, yes. It's a beautiful day in Nashville, so I thought I'd talk to you from my back porch. Awesome, awesome. So really excited to chat with you. Um, you're currently based out of Nashville, but you're originally from Wisconsin, right? Yeah, that's correct. I'm from um, Brookfield, Wisconsin, which is a suburb of Milwaukee, uh, born and raised there and had never moved in my life until I made the move to Nashville uh, about seven and a half years ago. Awesome. Awesome. So what was it like? What was the music scene kind of like in Brookfield? Yeah. So in the Milwaukee area, there's actually a really great live music scene. Um, there's a great community of supportive musicians. There's an organization called Whammy, which is the Wisconsin Area Music Industry, which um, I've won a couple awards from in the past, yes. which is so awesome. But um, I think people are always surprised to hear how active of a country music community mm -hmm. there is in the Milwaukee area. But um, yeah, it's really prevalent. And I love going home and, and getting to play some shows back there. Nice. Now, is Mars Cheese Castle, is that a place that people from Milwaukee actually go to, or is that just like a tourist trap? I think it's a tourist trap. I mean, I see one every time I go home, but um, I've never been in. Okay. So maybe I need to make a point of that this uh, next trip home. Because <laughs> when I was growing up in Chicago, me and my buddy, we'd go up to like Brewers games and whatnot every yeah. once in a while. And the only reason he ever went to Brewers games was so he could stop at the Cheese Castle. And I'm like, oh, my goodness. Really, we're going to go to Milwaukee just so you can stop at the Cheese Castle? <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah, I guess I got to go. <laughs> yeah. It it was okay. Like, I went once, and I was just like, it's, it's a cheese. cheese. It's cheese. Yeah. So, no, um, great. so you've been in Nashville for about seven and a half years. At, yeah. What was kind of your introduction to music in general? Um, was it more of your parents' thing? Was it always kind of around? Who kind of introduced you to music? Um, my parents were always playing music growing up. So, um, I heard a lot of music, a lot of different genres and, um, was influenced by a lot of different things, but I just always loved to sing. That was, um, something that I was always doing. So, I mean, it, it was, I was always singing so much that we had to have a no singing in the car rule because I would annoy everyone. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I grew up singing in the church and I, I knew I always wanted to play guitar um, because I wanted to be able to accompany myself singing. And so I got a guitar when I was in like fourth grade, um, but I hated practicing. I didn't want to learn scales and stuff. I just wanted to play and sing. Um, so my guitar just kind of 
hung out in the corner uh, of my bedroom for years until the summer I was going into high school. Um, I was bored and decided to pick it back up. And I taught myself how to play guitar by writing my first song. And I ended up writing um, about 10 songs and played them for my parents. And they were shocked that they had structure and made sense. And um recorded those songs with my uncle who was a music minor in college and um one thing led to another and I released a a whole 10 song project at 14 years old and one of those songs off of that project made the the top 16 in CMT's Music City Madness contest which is what kind of introduced me to Nashville and introduced me to NSAI the Nashville Songwriters Association International which let me know that um, songwriting and being an artist was something that I could pursue. Awesome. Awesome. There's a, so those early songs that, the uh, that you first released, do you still play any of those songs or are those? Oh, no. Of, okay. Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> Fair enough. No, I think, I think they were good for my age. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, no, we've wiped those from the internet too. Yeah. Fair, fair. <laughs> I, I did a podcast recently uh, talking about some of the film stuff I've done and they're asking me like, I want to watch this film. And I was like, the fact that you can't find it means I did a very good job of purging it from the internet. So that's so funny. Yeah. (laughs) You know, sometimes there's just that stuff you don't want represented, but there's also, you know, a fine line of getting rid of stuff versus, you know, like I definitely wish I would have kept some of that stuff online as far as like the earlier stuff, but it was also stuff I really didn't want representing me, you know? So it's like, absolutely. Yeah, I totally get that. So, uh, so you've been in Nashville for about seven and a half years now. How's, uh, how's, at what point did you kind of decide that Nashville is where you needed to be versus staying in Milwaukee there? Yeah, well, um, I, I was playing like 200 dates a year for five years in a row, all all shows that I booked myself back in Wisconsin. And, um, I also had, tried doing the reality TV thing and that didn't pan out the way that I was hoping. And um, so it came to a point where my mom was just like, Hey, if this is something you really want to pursue, you got to start going to Nashville. Mm -hmm. And so I had a, we have a family friend that lives here and um, they were kind enough to put me up every time I would come down, but I just started taking monthly trips down to Nashville uh, for a, a whole year. Mm-hmm. And on my first trip down, I met my first publisher, Clay Myers, and he made time to meet with me every trip for that whole year. And then at that year mark, um, they offered me a publishing and artist development deal, which allowed nice. me to move to Nashville. Nice. That's really cool. And so how, how's, uh, how's Nashville kind of changed you as a musician? Obviously, you, you cut your teeth, so to speak, in Milwaukee and Brookfield there, but yeah. moving to Nashville is a completely different animal. How has uh, Nashville kind of changed you as a musician? I think just, you know, being surrounded by so much talent that's mm-hmm. around every corner and surrounding yourself with, you know, writers that are better than you and musicians that are better than you. It just helps you grow at mm-hmm. an accelerated rate. So um, I'm just really happy to be here and, and have so many talented and uh, inspiring friends around me. Yeah, for sure. And the fact that you've lasted seven and a half years, it also, 
speaks, you know, because I hear all these horror stories about people that move to Nashville and then after two years, they can't stand it because of the industry, you know, just like whatever 800 reasons it is. And then you see a lot of these musicians that are just there, they're enjoying it for what it is. They're not getting sucked up into the politics of the town or, you know, whatever it may be, just kind of enjoying Nashville for what it is, is really refreshing. Yeah, thank you. You know, this town isn't for the faint of heart. Um, You know, we're told no a lot, um, or people don't respond to emails or, you know, it's a a whole thing. But, you know, I'm here because I love what I do. And Mm -hmm. I'm hopeful that if I stick around long enough, you know, I think everybody gets their turn. Mm-hmm. So I'm just trying to be patient and uh, continue to create in the meantime. Yep. Speaking of continuing to create, you've yeah. had a busy 2023 already. This is yeah. this is your third single, which considering that it's June, it's like that that's incredible. Um okay. let's talk about your most recent recent single, uh Wrong Man, uh, which released yeah. Friday today. Yesterday, depending on whenever it is you're listening to this, <laughs> it released on June 2nd. Um, what's kind of the story behind this song? Yeah, so this one's a, a pretty personal song for me. My whole project is really personal. Um, but it's just about, you know, really wanting someone to be your person and realizing that they are not ready or capable to give you what you want and um, deciding that it's time to to let go of that Hmm. nice and do you see is you said this is a project so it's going to be an ep or an album or yeah so i'm calling it a uh, a seven song collection okay uh because it's kind of an odd number (laughs) you know so i'm like is it a full album is it an ep it's a collection of songs to me um the title track is called faint of heart which Mm. is kind of sums up the whole project it's it came from You know, obviously with this song, Wrong Man, I went through a pretty significant breakup and then um, also navigating this town. Uh, I'm independent again. So some of the songs are about about that, navigating um, this newfound freedom, I guess, in a a sense. So uh, the songs came from a faint heart and are for a faint heart. So I hope that people can relate to these songs and... uh, yeah. So Nora, you mentioned that um, this project is being re- released independently. Was the last EP, re- I'm guessing the last EP was released under a label? Yeah. So the, my last music that I've uh, released, I was with a company where uh, I had the, an artist development deal. So they mm-hmm. acted as um, label services. So yeah, this is the, the first project um, since having a deal in Nashville. So it's exciting it's scary it's a lot of work yeah. <laughs> uh, a lot to cover on your own but um i'm really proud of it and excited to to share it with the world yeah for sure and it's definitely like wrong man it it just sticks out to, like when i was going through your spotify and listening to all your music wrong man and this the current collective of singles that you've re- released this year and into last year Oh, it it just sticks out and it sounds completely different from Strings, which was the EP that you released in 2018. Yeah, I didn't go back to the Christmas EP because it's June. (laughs) I'm not not really looking to listen to Christmas music right now, but, you know, just kind of listening to some of your older stuff and 
comparing it to the stuff you've released over the last six, nine months, you know, nine, six, nine months, whatever, it it just sounds really authentic. And Thank I'm you. really excited to hear the whole collection of songs. That means a lot. Thank you so much. So uh, as you're kind of in the middle of all of this right now, you're in the middle of the releasing process, you're what is five songs of the collective is already out or is it just the three that you've released this year and then just just three so far yeah okay uh so since you're kind of still kind of in the middle of releasing this entire project what's running through your mind right now as you're kind of just going with it um that's a good question just that i hope people listen to it (laughs) i think that's the the biggest thing you know is when I was working on this project and recording it, um, and even when I when I decided to do the project, I was very firm in um, in saying that I it didn't matter to me if anyone ever heard this music. It was just something that I needed to do for myself, and um, no matter what, I was going to be really proud of it. Well, then, as you get to releasing the music um, and being so proud of it you really want people to hear it. So um, I just, I'm hoping that people will listen and share it with their friends and family. It's, um, it's really difficult as an independent artist to be heard and to get your music out there and for it to stream well, which um, is something that the industry looks at Mm -hmm. are are our numbers and being independent and not having um, a big budget like these major label artists do it's extremely hard to get on playlists and um, for the music to be heard. So I'm just hopeful that, you know, uh, that this project and hopefully this single wrong man is the little engine that could, Mm -hmm. and uh, we can start making some waves. Yeah. And I think a lot of people will be able to relate to wrong man. Well, I mean, all, all the music that you've released this year specifically is very relatable, but I, there's just Mm -hmm. something about wrong man that it's like, I think a lot of people are going to latch onto that song. So. I hope so. It makes me sad that people will relate to it, but, um, but yeah, I, I hope they will. Yeah, for sure. Um, so kind of heading into the summer, uh, what, what's your show schedule looking like? Are you playing pretty consistently? Are you heading, are you traveling out outside of Nashville? What's your show schedule looking like? Yeah, it's going to be, um, a pretty busy summer. I'm going to be going back to Wisconsin quite a bit and playing some shows. I've also got some shows here in Nashville. I do need to update my um, show calendar on my website, but I've got some fun summer shows that I'm looking forward to doing. Um, I'm taking more of an acoustic approach this summer. So it's going to be some, a lot of solo shows, which is fun and brings me back to my roots, which is what I cut my teeth doing. So um, I love it and uh, hope to see people out there this summer. Nice. Hopefully you'll make it out to Texas. I'm I'm really trying to push Texas hard this summer. Just Yeah. Th- well, hey, so- let me know. S- send me some venues, then I'll, I'll reach out to them. I'd love to come play in Texas. For sure. For sure. I will do that. I've been building, over the last two years, I've been building like venue lists because I get the occasional like message from people like, hey, I'm stuck in nebraska my <laughs> two shows in nebraska got canceled and i want to try and fill them so i don't lose these shows do you have any recommendations so i've just nice. kind of been trying to build out that list as yeah people. send my way <laughs> for sure so it, it's been an absolute blast chatting with you uh before we kind of wrap everything up and plug the socials uh what's a piece of advice you have for the young musicians out there 
young musicians out there, um, I would just suggest keeping your head down and doing the work. Uh, it's important to be aware and see what's going on around you, but don't uh, compare yourself, which is way easier said than done. I struggle with that still too. So, um, but the more that you're fo spending time focusing on what other people are doing, the less you're developing your craft and honing in on it and um, finding what makes you different and special. For sure. For sure. Once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. If anybody wants to check out your shows or all your new releases, all that fun stuff or interact with you on social media, where's the best place to find you? Um, probably the easiest place is just to go to my website, norahcollins.com. And there's link to links to all my socials and the music and um, tour dates and stuff there. So awesome. come on by. <laughs> awesome. Once again, thank you so much for hanging out with us. It was an absolute thank blast. Uh, we got one last song here, here for you by Nora Collins. It's called Slow Lane. It was also one of the singles that you released earlier this year. Uh, hope you all enjoy it. Nora, thank you so much for joining us.